Hello. Hello, everyone. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. And you're listening to another episode of Hugh I Do, the podcast brought to you by your favorite cousins on the bright side. Welcome back, everyone, to part two of this conversation. If you missed out on part one, we highly recommend you go back and give it a listen. Today, we're diving right back into our discussion with Latasha, who recently celebrated her 25th wedding anniversary with a vow renewal, an event she lovingly coined a love letter to a generation. Today, it's a love letter to family and friends. Get those notepads ready because Latasha is about to drop some major invaluable gems that you do not want to miss. So stay tuned. I was going to ask, so like, is there anything else that you all did like during like the ceremony and the reception that was like intentional? You know, another beautiful thing that really was special is, you know, my boys gave me away. So our sons, it was, you know, our sons giving their mother away to their father. And I love it. Yeah, that was really special. And, you know, our sons are grown now and they are literally like our best friends. Like they love to hang out with us. They love the vacation with us. They love to party with us. So we always a good time. You know, the four of us. And and I think part of that is because, you know, since my sons have been little, we have moved seven times. My career has moved us seven times, including mm-hmm. a stint in Singapore. And, you know, my husband, you know, really sacrificed his career to support mine. Reinventing, starting over seven different times, you know, all in support of his wife's career. And, and my sons gave up a lot along the way to do that, too. But they mm-hmm. always believed in the bigger vision of what we were trying to do as a family. We just were naturally tight over the years, you know, because of us four no more. You know, we have traveled the world together and done it all. And so it was it was really special to have them give me away to my husband. That's so sweet. Yeah. And the fact that you something you mentioned is something I don't think is always heard a lot where you had the career that was the one that made yeah. you, you know, like y'all have to move a lot. And, you know, we always see it on the other side where it's like, okay, well, the family's moving because of his career. Yeah. And the fact that y'all celebrated 25 years, which meant that this was a sacrifice that everybody bought everybody. into. Everybody saw the purpose of it. And they're able to celebrate in your accomplishments just as much, you know, with you. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a just a today thing or just people just always speculate or always have something kind of negative to say. But yeah. it's always this assumption of like, if there's a career or if there's something that, you know, moves the family or there's some sort of sacrifice that had to take place, that there's some sort of resent in there, like resentment. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, that's... That's not everybody's story. Just because you saw that on TV, just because there was yeah. a reality narrative about it for yeah. this television show, that show doesn't mean that that's how real relationships, real marriages yeah. 
behave, you know, yeah. or there's not to say that your husband didn't have and isn't having a great career as well. Yeah. It's always the assumption that there has to be one when, yeah. as Beyonce says, it could be both meet in the middle, dance all night. Like, that's right. It, it, can, it, it doesn't have to just be one or the other. So I, I, I love that. I really just wanted to call that out because. And you have to value, well, first of all, he was intentional. So before we got married, mm-hmm. he said, listen, you're on this corporate track. In order for you to move up, you're going to have to be mobile. I'm a teacher. I'm a black male teacher, which means mm-hmm. I should be able to get a job anywhere. Yeah. Now, that wasn't always the case. And there were some times where it was really difficult for him to get a job. And that was mm-hmm. tough on the marriage, tough on the family, tough on everything. Right. So it wasn't always easy. But like, but he didn't change his mind. He didn't say, well, I'm no longer going to support your moves in your career. Like he's stuck in there with it. And at the same time, I don't let people diminish his contribution. Like, listen, just like he made the commitment to me to, to be mobile. I also made the commitment to him. As long as your heart is in the classroom, stay there. I don't care if you make $5 mm-hmm. an hour. Mm-hmm. If your heart is there and, and that's where you want to be because those children need you. Sometimes you're the only father figure some of them will ever see. Yeah. And so as long as your heart is in the classroom, I will never ask you to take another job. Right. And so and I also understand I couldn't have had the career I've had had I been married to somebody else. And people oftentimes value the wrong things. Yeah. You know, well, who makes more money or whose career is more prestigious or who, you know, is more glamorous. But like mm-hmm. the thing I appreciate about my husband is he is one very secure in who he is. And two, I don't care how much money you make. I got a man that gets up in the morning and prays with me, that prays over me, that prays mm-hmm. about me. Mm-hmm. Money can't replace that. Right. And so you you have to be clear and understand what you value. And and it works for us. And, you know, it doesn't work for everybody, but it works for us. I love it. I love it. But, yep. but now yeah. that the boys are grown, he's an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. he owns his own business. And like, you, that's what I'm saying. You got to understand you, you in seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Marriage is seasons. Listen, fall really is real is. because the, the leaves fall off the tree. <laughs> Baby, the wind starts to blow. Winter is real. The snow is deep. It get cold. It get bitter cold. But you got to hold on to spring and summer. That's true. So true. That is so true. I've never heard that analogy, but I like that one. Yeah, I I love. People said something similar when. um, Yeah. What was it? A few years ago, when Tabitha Brown said that she was going to retire her husband. Yeah. People were so upset because they were like, "Well, what he gonna do?" Right. You know, she's like, like, like he's now going to get to do the yeah. thing that he's always wanted to do mm-hmm. because he was holding this down for 20 plus years yeah. so that I could chase my dreams. Mm-hmm. Now, here you go, boo. Like, yeah. this was always part of the plan. I'm now just including y'all in yeah. what was going on in yeah. our household. We were already okay with this before it went on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, what have you. We agreed with this in our household, you know. Mm-hmm. So mind your business. It, Basically. So mind your business. Basically. <laughs> mind your business. <laughs> Listen. Like do what works for you and your That's home. right. That's right. That's one of the biggest things. That's one of the biggest things. I feel like before I met Ed, before we started dating or anything, my assumptions of what marriage would be, what relationships were versus the reality were completely different because there's so much of yourself that really does have to become selfless in that process. And there's so much that has to be mutually selfless, right? Like you both see 
the value and the benefit of doing this for that other person. That's right. Like, so that has to be such a huge piece of it. But yeah, but before I go off on that rabbit, <laughs> I do want to ask because like I was mentioning, you know, Tania and I have, we're babies in the marriage game. Yeah. But what is something like, what are those challenges that you have learned that y'all have learned over the last 25 years that made that celebration made hitting 25 yeah. years, like so much more meaningful, like worth celebrating? Yeah. You, you know, it's funny because I went into marriage thinking that just like with your girlfriends, right? You're like, well, the longer I know a person, the easier it gets. Like with your girlfriends, mm-hmm. you can finish each other's sentences. You already know what she's going to order at a restaurant. And I thought with marriage, like, oh, at like 20 years, we'll be on autopilot. Like, it'll just be like, <laughs> you know, what? like we will mm-hmm. know everything about each other. I couldn't have been more wrong. Mm-hmm. And if you are on autopilot, danger Will Robinson, because you are in a danger zone. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just dated myself. It's going to be a whole bunch of listeners like, who is Will Robinson? So anyway, don't worry about it. Um, but but, but if we realize and we laugh about it, like you have to keep learning each other because the truth of the matter is I'm not the same girl I was 25 years ago. He's not the same man he was 25 years ago. Yeah. Maybe in the beginning, I didn't care about Valentine's Day and all of that, that I didn't really, you know, care about those holidays, but maybe at this season, no, 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 I'm going to need some roses. I'm going to need a car. And maybe next year I'll be back to, I don't care, but but it doesn't matter. Like I have the right to continue to evolve and change. He has the right to continue to evolve and change. And we have the responsibility to keep learning each other over and over again. And who are we in each season? And so I told you he proposed last year, but before he did, we had a real honest conversation about what do you need in this season? Who are you and what do you need from me in this season? And so I call it, uh, you know, with my close friends, it's not the reproposal. I call it the renegotiation, right? About having honest conversation about who we are in this season of our life and what we need from each other. And so when he asked me to marry him again, I could with full heart, full mind, say, yes, I'm signing up for, for what I know you need from me in this season. And I think more couples need to have that conversation. Yeah, regularly. Yes, mm-hmm. we have four two- seasons, so each season. <laughs> Listen, now, because two people are going to grow. Rarely do they grow at the same pace and rate. Mm-hmm. You can only hope they grow in the same direction. Yes. That reminds me of the conversation that happened over the weekend with, uh, well, it was prompted because of uh, Tia Mori after, um, I guess she said something <laughs> recently that was just like, I'm not going to go back. Well, she said the dating has been horrible. And I guess people in the comments were like, well, why don't you go back to your ex? And she's like, I will never go back to something that didn't serve me. And I think a lot of times, because I saw some people like negative backlash to that, but I'm like, sometimes people don't realize that, like you were saying, you're both evolving. Sometimes it's not together. Like you hope that both of y'all are on the same page as you get older, as you go through experiences together for some, it is not the case. No, that's okay. That did not work for them. And they are in a better place on the other side. You would hope that your marriage doesn't end in a divorce, but for some it does. And if their reality of till death do us part, isn't like, 
we're, you know, divorcing once one passes away. It's like the reality of sometimes that's just, that's what that means for someone else. And that's okay. You know, um, it's okay. It's okay. I'm not a fan of divorce, but I do understand why sometimes it's necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't encourage anyone to stay in anything that's unhealthy. Right. That's it. Yeah. And and if people are not willing to do the work to take out the toxicity or to work on the part that's unhealthy, then you Mm -hmm. have to, you know, you have to protect your own mental and physical health. A hundred percent. Yeah. So many of our parents, grandparents, et cetera, stayed in relationships or marriages because they felt like they had to. That's right. Either they couldn't afford to leave or the societal pressure basically kept them in those relationships. So whenever people want to go down, oh, well, why is it that we're not seeing folks together 60, 75 years in uh, can we break down what they were going through? Like she had 13 kids and she only wanted to have two. There's oh, yeah. so many things that have Mr. changed and evolved over time. Yeah. Like it's let's, let's be real. Like yeah, if it, yeah. if it no longer serves us. Then- yeah. But that's why we really wanted to do this because I, and I, mm-hmm. and I tell people like my theme was like reconnect, recommit, reimagine, right. Mm. Reconnect post pandemic, like get back together get mm-hmm. back with our families, recommit, let, let the babies see us recommit to one another. Let them, let them yeah. see us actively in this and then reimagine, right? Most of the longstanding marriages in our families are not very healthy, mm-hmm. but like, let's reimagine what they could look like. I wanted them to see, you know, me and my husband having fun. I wanted them to yeah. see us. Dan- yeah. We had a choreographed dance and everything. Shy. We, okay. look. <laughs> right. Like we wanted them to see us enjoying each other. Like, This is possible. You don't have to just stay with somebody and it be miserable. Like you can have fun and still enjoy them and still be their friend and and laugh together and just enjoy each other's company. And I thought that was so important for them to see. It's not to say that every day is sunshine and roses, right? But like, but more of them are than not. Yeah. 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 And I wanted them to see a picture of that, of joy, of joy. Yeah. And that's going to mean so much more, not only to Mm -hmm. them, but imagine like their friends that they're telling about, the friends that have seen y'all that may not have that same type of relationship or have seen that same type of relationship in their own families. Like, that's huge. And especially for Black people, Black families, Black couples, like marriage, it's so beautiful, but there's this sometimes this assumption that we don't fall in love, that we don't get married, that we don't have weddings. That's one reason why I really was excited to talk to you. Cause I'm like, for us, we've been doing this four years. We've been talking yeah. about weddings. We yeah. were talking about marriages and all of that. But one thing that we hear a lot still is why spend the money on that? Why do that? You could just do this. And it's like, if we can and show that we can celebrate ourselves and our love in this way, we deserve to do so if it's not a thing or not you don't even think twice when you see it from other like races or ethnicities why is it that we can't do that too why not us and listen i'll admit my first wedding you know i call it the hookup wedding my mama made the dress i mean made the flowers the lady at our church catered you know like (laughs) it was you know listen uh i think my bridesmaids dresses i didn't personally like the dresses but my bridesmaids were from a size 2 to 22 and they had one that fit each other i was like that's the dress so right i was like they ain't gonna wear them again no way 
So, yeah. you know, my first wedding, we didn't, we didn't break the bank. Like I said, we, and, and, and let me, let me say this too. Damien and I, we had little Damien before we got married. Mm. And so considering we already had a kid and, but we were also determined that we were not having a shotgun wedding to make everybody feel okay about it. Mm-hmm. We were like, listen, we know we can be good co-parents. And until God tell us that we are supposed to be each other's spouse, like that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And until God told us, yes. And we knew that we knew that we knew we didn't, you know, rush it. And so, yeah. and I feel good about that decision, right? Yeah. And so, and here we are 25 years later. And I think if we had to rush into things to, you know, not embarrass our parents or whatever the case would have been, mm-hmm. like we would have been looking at each other crazy in six months. Like, what did we do? Right. Mm-hmm. And so we did it on our terms, which meant we, we also said, listen, we both were out of college. We had a kid. We're going to pay for the wedding ourselves. We weren't going to ask our parents to do anything. So, you know, it was a little bit of a low budget wedding, which I'm fine with. So fast forward 25 years, we... <laughs> Now we went through this whole 250 person mm-hmm. extravaganza in Chicago. Then we had the nerve to take 45 people to Monaco. Love it. And did a whole nother week celebration on the French Riviera. I mean, you know, we had a welcome dinner on the beach in Monaco. The next day we, we had black sprinter vans pick everybody up from the airport. You know, on the first day, the second day, we we boarded a yacht and went to Saint-Tropez and spent the day at a beach club and like had lobster for lunch and all kind of stuff. The third day, we uh, took everybody to Cannes where we had this beautiful, fun, amazing uh, dinner at this five-star restaurant, Le Monde. And then on the last day, we did another vow renewal on the pier in Cannes with a long communal table. It was just beautiful. We had the whole beach restaurant and everything down there. I know the people were looking like, who are these folks? Oh, these colored people. You know, we had this guy, Terrence, who uh, actually had been on The Voice. I didn't know it at the time, but I had met him in, in Cannes in the south of France earlier this year. And I booked him to be my wedding singer and like beautiful voice. Just like, you know, it was just a fairy tale magical. It was worth it. Yes. Those memories. Yes, those memories, experience. Yes. Experience, because when I talked about the Chicago wedding being a love letter to a generation, the Monaco celebration was a love letter to our family and friends who have not had the opportunity to have the experiences we've had. Yeah. So we worked with the travel partner to put together an affordable package for people to be able to get their flight and hotel and all Mm -hmm. of that. And then we wanted them to have the most amazing experience they could ever imagine. Right. And that was important to us. And I saw people on that trip who, who I know had had a hard year as a married couple. I saw healing take place. There were two women who were going through a divorce, each of them individually. I saw healing happen in their hearts. I saw, I saw God move throughout that week in ways that I couldn't have fathom and imagined. And because we were so intentional about curating that group of people, most of whom didn't even know each other prior to that trip, Mm -hmm. we didn't have not one negative vibe or energy. When I tell you it was just pure love and joy. God was definitely in that. Girl. Mm -hmm. So that's why I don't make up, I don't apologize about who I invite and who I don't. Mm -hmm. Because I'm also protecting my space and my energy. And I know the kind of experience I'm trying to curate for people. And everybody, if you were looking for a vacation, this one that. That's not what this was, (laughs) boo-boo. This one, the cruise. (laughs) This was intentional. Yeah. I love that, though. Yeah. So is there anything that you would have done different? No. Okay. No. I love that. Even more. Mm -hmm. No. 
I told my husband, I was like, I feel like I've had the fairy tale wedding I've always wanted between the two. Like, I mean, just magical. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. Just magical. And the best part about it was the people who were surrounding us and the people who, you know, and the fact now that my little five-year-old nieces and nephews got memories of being on the dance floor with their great-grandma, you know, mm-hmm. get getting it, you know. Yeah. Dancing their heart out to Usher, you know. <laughs> so, I, you know, just stuff like that. Like, those memories that are going to be plastered as one of some of their earliest memories in their brain. Like, I can't pay for that. No. Oh. Oh. Priceless. Yeah, it really yeah. is. It really is. My, my friends were, so it's funny. We have a WhatsApp group from the group that went to Monaco. We, we, you know, our, the name of our theme was Platinum Amore 25. Because mm. silver is really the color of 25. And platinum is the color of 70 years of marriage. But who's going to be married 70 years unless you got married at 10? I'm just asking. <laughs> so I was like, we're going to steal platinum. Yeah, that's fine. Because <laughs> uh-huh. it's sexier than silver. So we have a, a whole WhatsApp group called Platinum Amore. And it was so funny because like the group still talks to each other. They're like, I'm sitting at my desk thinking about when I was sitting on the beach in Central Bay, <laughs> you know, missing, missing, you know, just the vibe and the company and the, and the energy and uh-huh. all of that. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I can't it. wait to send you guys photos and videos. Yes. I can't wait to see. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This- and you need to give us your planner information too, because. Michelle Sharp. Sharp occasions, baby. Oh. Let me tell you, she did both of them. Really? Okay. Wow. Yes. How, yes. How close were they to each other? Because you said the first so we, was Labor Day. Yeah, we did September 2nd in Chicago. And then we all left on the 4th from Chicago, going to uh, flying into Nice. Okay. And staying in Monaco. Okay. Yeah. So immediately. So we were there. To, okay. Yeah, the 4th through the 11th. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I love it. Y'all had a time. Uh-huh. A time was had. <laughs> and let me t- I'm gonna tell you this too because the vendors. So we worked with Delta Vacations to put the package together. Okay. So my guests were able to book their hotel and flights, you know, for that entire time in the south of France for like twenty five hundred dollars or less. That is a good deal. That is such a good deal. That's a very good deal. And yeah. because it's Delta Vacations. You could put a deposit down because, you know, uh-huh. listen, I understand that we all are all not in the same place. Right. Right. So <laughs> people were able to put a deposit down and then pay on it yeah. to pay it off. I like that. Yeah. Now, did y'all so, plan one year in advance or was this like, had y'all been planning this for longer than that? Girl, I wish. So <laughs> I kept saying, oh, I got to start planning this wedding. And I was like, girl, you ain't got time to plan this wedding. Who are you, you kidding? And uh, I'm going to tell you, the heavy lifting, honestly, didn't start till like March, April. But that's not bad still. Yeah. Really but... bad. To turn that around basically six months. Okay. Okay. I mean. I wouldn't advise it, but yeah. We didn't have uh, like all the details worked out. We were like, listen, we're going to Monaco. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have your passport and that things are behind, apply now. Yeah. And so, and, and we had like a couple of them actually applied and got their passport back in time. A couple of them didn't do what we told them. And then they, you know, they was left here on the shore. <laughs> we even get back. Oh, so, but you know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Lesson right. learned. Well, it's possible. It is possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really is. So I've been thinking about how to make this an um, ongoing thing. Yeah. Reconnect, recommit, reimagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such a great idea. Oof, I can't wait yeah. to see these pictures. I can't wait to see them. Yes, yes. <laughs> we cut up, honey. We cut up. <laughs> well, is there any advice that you would give to 
other married or newly engaged couples within like the last like 10 years or so about a vow renewal if they want to you know do a vow renewal or if they're thinking about doing a vow renewal is there any advice that you would give one of the best pieces of advice i actually got from a coworker who's getting married and she's only inviting 50 people to her wedding and i was like how were you able to only invite 50 people like i got 79 first cousins on one side Ooh. she said my fiance and i made a deal that neither of us would be meeting anyone for the first time at our wedding. And I was like, ah, oh, that is a brilliant idea. So I wasn't able to pull that off for the 250 person thing in Chicago, but I did make that a requirement for anyone we invited to Monaco, that that would not be the first time either my husband or I would be meeting them. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you keep it intimate and to the people that like, you know, Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. really good advice. It is. Yeah. I was like, that would really... be hard. That would be hard. Especially for like... you. <laughs> yes. My husband but, and I, but... we met during the pandemic. And so, you know, people oh, were yeah. like in the yeah. house and, you know, so yeah. yeah. But, but honestly, but... though, I had a couple close friends who were like, I really want you to meet my, you know, better half because I really want them to be with me on this trip. So can we go to dinner? You know, like and, and I was like, absolutely. And I appreciated that because I did not want to be meeting like this was I mean, this mm -hmm. was intimate, mm -hmm. you know, oh, yeah. this was this was special. And I did not. And again, in order to protect your energy, protect your space, like I appreciated the folks who reached out and, and did that. Yeah. Wedding should be sacred. Wedding shouldn't be open to any and everybody to attend. I know the plus yeah. one conversation pops up over and over again. Yeah. But it should really just be the people that were with you in the journey to who you are as a person and who you are as a couple. As a couple. Period. Yeah. You can meet other folks at other times. And I love that, that they thought enough of you in your marriage to say, let's meet beforehand. Like, let's do yeah. this before so that they can join. They can be there. Yeah. And you were fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't want to be meeting them on, on on the other side of the world for the first time. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, and, I, and it's thoughtful, but that, but as I think about the people who did that, they're also very thoughtful people, you know? And so, and those are the people you want around you, the people who honor and respect what it is that you are trying to do and create. You know, I had, like I said, I have 79 first cousins and there were people like really upset with me that they didn't get an invite to the Chicago thing. And I was like, do you even know my husband's name? Do you even know when our real anniversary is? Yeah. So what you mad for? Yeah. Like, did you reach out at any point yeah. in the last three years? Listen, the, our anniversary, you ain't even got to look hard. It's on social media. You could have found it. Like, you could have sent it. Yeah. yeah. So what you mad for? Because everybody's going to be at a party that you want to be at. Not because you missed an opportunity to celebrate with us mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. sharing our love. Yeah. That's what, you know. So so you can't let other people guilt you into that stuff. Mm -mm -mm. No, ma'am. Them plates cost way too much. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the flowers. <laughs> Shoot, the utensils. Because you needed two dresses at the very minimum. I had two for right. Chicago, three for France. See? 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 I knew. But for France, the first dress I put on was actually my original wedding dress from 25 years ago. Wow. Oh, I love that. Love it. Yes. I had to stop drinking for four months to get back in it, but it was working. <laughs> <laughs> it was working. <laughs> Thank you, my baby daddy. Well, 
I guess we're going to be wrapping this up. So we could sit here and talk with you. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I answered Nan question, but this was fun. You you answered everything. You definitely. Yeah, you answered everything. This was perfect. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Awesome. I'm, I'm happy. This is good. The, the last thing I'll tell you is like all of the people who were like hands on. So whether it was my hairstylist, my planner, my uh, stylist, my makeup artist were all women of color. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking about that, let's shout I- them out. <laughs> let's shout them out. Um, ah, yes. Uh, and then I had a couple, I had some, I had some amazing men of color too, that, uh, Cossum who ran the, uh, videography for Chicago. He was amazing. Dash Shanae, she goes by Dash, designed uh, my dresses for Chicago and France. She was amazing. Uh, my planner though, the planner of all planners, Michelle Sharp, Sharp Occasions, based here in LA, was amazing. I mean, I don't know who would sign up for something that crazy <laughs> to plan two weddings in two cities she didn't live in either. Yeah. <laughs> But baby, when I tell you she did it uh, and with such a level of class and elegance and excellence. Yeah, I am. I'm forever grateful. Yeah, I love it because it's it's definitely hard for planners who don't live in the same state. Like it becomes a huge challenge. And so the fact that she was able to accomplish that Mm -hmm. and it be memorable and like to execute everything flawlessly, like you don't hear that often. So and the fact that she's yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that part, you know, sometimes, yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. did it, and never got frustrated. Never got, you know, just, just, uh, just a classy lady. Mm-hmm. Even when she had to deal with, you know, unruly people, yeah, she never like stayed classy. Always, it's like, girl, this is an un- this. As my grandma would say, this is an unnerving. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness well yeah, she's great though uh, you got anybody else you want to shout out um oh my hairstylist oh my god um jasmine jenkins who is just held me down uh, um baby we had a slick ponytail that was like three feet long in chicago Ooh. yeah she was fantastic and then we had a we had a custom look for france she did this beautiful beautiful custom wig that was amazing and beautiful and um just was elegant and everything i mean I, I have to shout everybody out gladys who's my my makeup artist gladys patson who's amazing but you know she does meg and and uh meg the stallion and rihanna so i tell you how she, who she is yeah. um but she was and she's my calm like she just whenever she's around just my peace i'm always grateful for aja hitomi who was the photographer in chicago my videography and photographer team in france two men of color that were amazing tuan uh, and jeremy I'm, I'm grateful for them uh, germany who's my stylist so all the looks were on point it was just it was just a good team it was a good squad i love it listen you ladies are fantastic this the this conversation that y'all are having it's not just about the amazing vendors and all the great ideas, but it's about the realness of what it means to be people of color on this marriage journey, doing it together. And these are conversations that we need to be having. I'm just, I'm just so happy and grateful that I got to have it with you today. Thank you. Thank you for reaching yes, out you. and chatting with us, giving us your time as well. I mean, 
I feel like this is going to be one of those episodes for sure. We both truly enjoyed the conversation. Um, do you have anything you want to plug or anything you want to share before we let you go? I would just say, you know, listen, the secret to marriage is, is three things. It's it's one, the deity of your choice. For us, it's tiny baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. So a lot of prayer. Two, a lot of therapy. Mm-hmm. Right. I think we um, we should engage with professionals who can give us tools and resources to help us understand how to process our own thoughts and emotions, how to communicate those better with the people we're in relationship with. Um, I think therapy is such a good thing, not just when you're in trouble, but it's also good maintenance. Yeah. Right. And then the last thing is the secret to a long lasting marriage is you both can't want to get divorced at the same time. Somebody got to hold out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's true. It's seasons. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I'm definitely going to remember that part. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seasons. Oh, goodness. Well, thank you again for coming on. We enjoyed, enjoyed this conversation. We know our listeners will as well. So you have thank a you. great night in Hubus. We'll see y'all next week. Appreciate Bye. you. Thank you, ladies. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to follow us everywhere you can. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, and even YouTube. You can find us at H-U-I-D-O-W-E-D, which is who I do wed, or at Pod, which is H-U-E-I-D-O-P-O-D on pretty much any of those platforms. In addition to that, if you want to know more about any of the amazing wedding vendors we've shouted out or any of the really cool wedding vendors we've had on the show as guests or just some awesome wedding vendors in general that maybe you don't know of, head to find.huido.com. There you're going to find over 600 wedding vendors that can help take you to your happily ever after. And no matter where you listen to Hue I Do, if you could, please leave us a review. It will help other bride-to-be's and other people in the wedding planning space find a podcast that speaks to them as much as Hue I Do speaks to you.